geeklings, what is going on? Welcome. Uh, I'm gonna just edit that out. <laughs> I can edit. I can edit. Yeah. So just yeah. All right. So about that. Try that again. No, because the the problem was I was picturing Paul with the three, two, one. Yeah. And I start- <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Yes. And I started uh, to laugh. I'm, I'm- I'm totally not editing this. I just want to let you know. <laughs> Bastard. All right, we're going to try this again like a normal podcast. Geeklings, what is going on? Quite a lot, actually. Welcome to the I Am Geek podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kevin Carey, and I am joined, as always, with my partner in crime slash sister, Jennifer Fallow. Jennifer, what's going on? What? Not? Oh, nice. You're feeling it. Yeah. Uh, um, typically, when we do the intros... Uh, we're able, we like have some kind of a visual idea of the space we're in. So when I say on my right, your left, for the introduction of Paul Fallow, I actually know he's on my right, your left. But I don't know where he is, and we'll get more to that in a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, Paul Fallow, everyone. I am on your left, Kevin. I know it. Nice, nice. So, <laughs> so just to give you guys a. Uh, a, a, a look inside the, uh, the the operation here. We may sound like we are quarantined because we are quarantined. Uh, we're not here to kind of reinvent the wheel with everything that's going on. Uh, I think everyone's well aware of uh, you know the coronavirus and the situation we're in. But we decided now uh, would be the best time to bring back the I Am Geek podcast. Because what else is there to do than podcast? So and you we, know you ain't doing anything else. We <laughs> certainly aren't. I, I'm, still, I'm still working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working from home and playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. So uh, I am currently in my bedroom uh, recording while my wife is in the living room. Uh, angrily not being able to play Animal Crossing because the battery to the Switch died. But Jen and Paul, why don't you guys tell us about your current situation? Because you guys are kind of going all out. Um, currently, I'm sitting in our bedroom, and I can't see anybody, so I'm staring at myself <laughs> while we podcast. It's like I'm podcasting with myself. <laughs> or FaceTiming, rather, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing we spent all that money on that full-size mirror, I suppose, huh? I love it. <laughs> I really do. Well, Maddie certainly loves it, mm-hmm. that's for sure. But, you so know, right there, money well least, spent. At, at least, yes, money well spent. And I you know we took the other mirror out of the uh, out of the house. I think we put it on the corner of the court, and uh, it was gone yeah. within about 20 minutes. <laughs> Can't see me, but I just did, like, the hand motion, like, yeah. Well, that's part of the other thing. We're doing this all through audio, uh, so we're not FaceTiming, so we can't actually see each other. Uh, so, Jen, you're in the bedroom, so, Paul, bedroom. Where, are, where are you? I'm sitting at the bar, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's get this straight. There, there's, there is a spot in the in the house that has a, a setup that we, you know, we like to call it the bar now because... You know, obviously, there are no we're not bars. hitting any of our favorite <laughs> watering holes right now. So, uh, you know, last week we we made some martinis and uh, had had a couple cocktails, and we stayed over here because it was a different side of the house, and it kind of felt like something different. So, I wanted to move as far away. So, being that we're using a whole new type of setup, we had to figure out, and so moving as far away from us as possible we can not worry about any uh echoing going back and forth with myself and jet right so the podcast equivalent of social distancing yeah yes and, and then i really does not want to be near her i mean yeah, if anybody knows us you know <laughs> <laughs> love you mm-hmm. have fun doing daddy daycare next week <laughs> so let's get into that a little bit what's uh what's quarantine life been like for you guys how are you keeping yourselves sane I'm working. <laughs> I'm going to work every day. That's how I stay uh, Shout day. out to Elijah Craig Bourbon. Oh, yeah. Is that delicious? Uh, as bourbons go, because I know, you know, you guys are not necessarily the uh, biggest fans of uh, bourbon, but I have to say for uh, the aficionados of the said alcohol, uh, it's not bad. Are you having bourbon now? 
Uh, I am not. I t- today's uh, podcast is sponsored by Grey Goose. Oh, I got confused. Ooh, I was fancy. like, it's not that early for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to try to make it, you know, to 10 o'clock tonight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dream big, baby! <laughs> um, things are okay. Um, obviously, like I said before, I'm still working, which is, for me, I think it's really good. When I'm home, I think about all the craziness that's happening, so... At least when I'm at work, I think of all the craziness that's happening there. <laughs> and it's good. It's a good balance. So it's just, I have to say, oh, sorry, Kevin, didn't mean nope, to ahead, step on you there. But shout out to all the parents that are uh, home with uh, one kid, two kids, uh, some of our friends with six kids. <laughs> it's um, funny that it's more than one person with six kids, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. Too. Well, is that funny? I don't know if that's necessarily the right word, but, you know. But, uh, have Are to they say, allowed to be in the same house together? I mean, oof. you can't have more than two people or three for social gathering. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it's ten, but you know, but you know, again, this virus may have started so they could take a few of them out. You never know. <laughs> Jennifer's idea of social gatherings are two to three people. <laughs> it's well, me, Paul, you know and Maddie. <laughs> Not for nothing when you get. Get past thirty-five or so. That's kind of is. Four people becomes a social gathering. I think about it. What do you do on a daily basis? Like I come home and I hang out with Paul and Maddie. Yeah, I know it's and then true. I see um, you on the weekend. That's you know, other than mom, like that's about it most of the time. Now, Paul, your shout out to the the people working at home with the children. That's kind of become your gig as of right now because Jen's going out. How you been uh, handling that? A lot of Disney. Uh, not really. I've been trying to as much as possible when we're uh, when we're home during the day to not have the TV or not using the uh, iPad as a crutch. Um, more end up using it uh, when I have to actually get some work done, uh, or if I have to be on the phone for something. Because this way, for at least five to seven minutes, I may have a window of of not like jumping on my arm and in my ear <laughs> but usually as anybody that has a three-year-old would know um the minute you pick up the phone it's just like oh we gotta talk <laughs> and not the person on the phone <laughs> so uh you know heck look i'm lucky i ha- we have a great kid she's really really good and you know and and it's one so I'm not necessarily outnumbered, even though she's far, 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 far smarter than I ever will be. <laughs> um, I'm not so outnumbered. It's it's been a you know it's been an interesting ride. That's that's for sure. But you know, again, anybody that's uh, home with the kids, you know, I'm raising my glass to you right now. And that glass, that glass, brought to you by Great Goose. <laughs> So, ah, shameless plug if we get them. Absolutely. So, with everything that's going around, we are kind of in a weird spot. Like, especially for me, uh, running a, uh, a website that kind of thrives on pop culture, news, and, you know, whatnot. Uh, we kind of dried up a little bit uh, because there's just not a lot of certainty. Mm-hmm. We've uh, we've had movies postponed. Uh, I mean, like, the corona- of, almost every the, movie was postponed, I think. Yeah, the coronavirus did the one thing that Jason Statham and The Rock couldn't do, and that was take down Vin Diesel. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm upset, personally, that I have to wait a year. I would have pushed it back to, like, September. I would have been cool, but I, I need that Fast and Furious movie so badly. We had Hobbs and Shaw on the other night, but... It's, it was, like, in the middle of it, so I need to restart it. But I hear good things about it. Uh, your husband did not enjoy it. <laughs> no? Uh, oh. As far as as far as uh, rock movies go, like, there's, there's two categories that rock movies fall in. There's good rock and bad rock. And that one fell definitely into the bad rock. See, I... I... Not as high as, say... Baywatch. You watched Baywatch? <laughs> Which would have been my question as well. <laughs> do I know you? <laughs> when do you watch these things? 
Jen, you're asleep by nine o'clock. You know, I mean, I got to figure out something to do. I'm so old. <laughs> I'm sorry. But certainly uh, not as good as say, um, I don't even want to say San Andreas because San Andreas is probably more into the top. First of all, San Andreas is amazing. Yeah, Jennifer, I'm so glad you took uh, the reins on that. I. I, I mean, it. what more could you ask for? It's the rock verse in Earthquake. It's tsunamis. rock versus rock. It's, yeah, there's tsunamis. I mean, it, I love the movie. Uh, my best friend, Michael, she she constantly texts me about it every time that it's on TV. But she secretly likes it, so we're getting somewhere. I think right, so maybe it's where, what, what was the one, the uh, the football one with, uh, with Exhibit uh, Gridiron? That was also Gang? a great movie. Uh, again, I'm with Jennifer on this. I love Gridiron Gang. Okay, yeah, yeah. Again, but like what I'm saying is that <laughs> those are probably in the lower, <laughs> the lower tiers of of good rock. You know, so I would say in the bad rock, you know, Hobson Shaw is down there in the lower part. The you know, it's not bad. You know, it's not the uh, the diehard ripoff, which is probably at the top. You know, <laughs> the very top. Because it's a yes. skyscraper. <laughs> there you go. There Did anybody go. see that movie? No, but he, I believe he's an, uh, he has, uh, an amputated a, leg in the movie. Yes, I saw parts of it. it. And by parts of it, was that when Jason was doing the skyscraper run when we were at Comic-Con? <laughs> no. Liar. <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> See, here's here's my defense of Hobbs and Shaw. I think both of them were very... Actually, I, I want to say everybody in the movie was very in on the premise of let's not take this too seriously. And once you understand they're in on the joke, it does make it a million times better. Okay, so that's... that. So in that premise, then you're giving the pass to all the... Uh, um, so we don't want to go full spoilers. Um, uh, you're giving the pass to all the cameos? Yeah, I think the cameos are part of the in on the joke. And I, I was surprised by a couple of them. Uh, not to give it away, but the, the person on the airplane, while made sense, was very shocking to me. Especially when you consider this is this person now exists in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Now, okay, so now... You, you talked about the in-on-the-joke part. Um, one of the things that, we, you know, we know from markedly from basically right after Fast 4, let's say, that they were just like, okay, this is going in a completely different way. We're franchising it. We're going to go, you know, and make this into blockbusters and, you know, this whole whole different thing. When do you think... They at the Fast franchise said, "Okay, we're doing this to where it's in on a joke." Because I don't know if I believe that all the ones that are in the you know prior to the spinoff really take it as a joke per se. I, I would agree with that. I would say the Fast and the Furious movies take themselves more serious, uh, which is kind of humorous considering that they're just yeah they're super, that's, a, they're super that's a whole other so. thing yeah right uh but i think this branch off because i mean if you look at hobbs one he's the world's worst cop like ever just not he's not good yes he's, he's not good well fast five proved that he right. helped the guy escape and be illegal didn't he <laughs> are you talking about don toretto yeah <laughs> I, I, I like I like that summary. That's yes. very good. I miss those Jen summaries. Yeah, he gave him twenty four hours before he caught him. Uh, but the thing is, and then, wait, can, I'm sorry. I should raise my hand here. Sorry. <laughs> hey. The floor recognizes Jennifer. Didn't he also join them in like another movie when they were doing more illegal things? Yes, he becomes a part of the team at some point. So, La Familia, still, if you he's, will. He's still a police officer. I unclear. <laughs> Who Hobbs? Yeah, he's whatever you know, secret force thing that he's part of or whatnot. And just to quickly uh, to all the listeners out there to, to point out, one of the great things on this new 
uh, studio that we're using, um, there is literally a button that says raise your hand. So if you guys know Jen, this was this thing has been made for her. <laughs> yeah, because spoiler alert, this is not our first uh, go around with podcasting. We actually did about 12 to 13 episodes a couple of years ago that you can all find on the I Am Geek website at imgeek32.org. Shameless plug. Uh, and then we kind of got caught up with, you know, real life and just existing and didn't get a chance to record but again non-corona existence right and now (laughs) we're kind of in a situation where i'm sure there's a hundred thousand other people who are like oh well i'm just gonna create a podcast uh so we decided to jump on the bandwagon and just get the band back together uh but this this new format is it's it's not bad it's just weird not seeing you guys (laughs) I'm just curious and how Paul got this really cool person as a, a face. He's as the got, avatar there? Yeah. He's got a hat they gave on. It to He's me. got like a They gave um, it to me, pal. What is it called? The hat, the fedora, fedora. I don't know. That's yeah. more like a, a fisher hat. A fishbowl hat? What do you call that? Oh yeah, oh. she that kind of hat? Okay, you know, like a Charlie <laughs> Chaplin type hat. Yeah, yes, that's 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 it. I see the yeah, guy with the mustache. You know. I and mean, goes, Jen, Jen did. Timeout. I'm just going to call timeout there. Let's. Can, can we ahead. just. Jennifer, do you not know who Charlie Chaplin is? I don't think I do. <laughs> oh. No, that, that would make sense. That would do, make sense. Does it? I mean, I'm sure if you saw a picture of him, you would, you would recognize him, right? Think, think Robert Downey Jr. with a Hitler mustache and white, white powder on his face. Yeah, no, that's. So yeah. I was right. Yeah, see, the guy with the mustache. <laughs> Didn't Downey get nominated for that too? <laughs> he got nominated for that. Yep. What's his name? Joe Chaplin. <laughs> no. Sure, sure. Joe Chaplin. <laughs> the little tramp, Joe Chaplin. <laughs> uh, I just want to take you back uh, a, a few years with when Jen with the fedora. She was uh, when she was a, a a youngster to the bar. She was a fedora rocking First woman. Of all, that was one time. Was it? Was it? I think it was. I don't think so. Well, there's only one set of photos that proves that fact. So. Okay. I I too once went through a fedora phase briefly. You did. I I went through. Oh, wow. a, I went to London for, for like four days and bought a fedora. Is that and I like, like London? <laughs> I was like, yes, I could totally rock this. And then got stateside and was like, no, I cannot rock this. Wow, so, you, so you've had a, what now, a 15, 20 year love affair with stupid hats? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, well, it's been At like least. forever. It's since he was a kid. Yeah, I love hats. Uh-huh. I, I went through a bucket hat phase. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Oh, like, like you mean like Kangol's? Oh, he I did know, that too. <laughs> I, ha- I had a Kangol phase as well. Yep. Uh, I had. Wait I, a second. Wait a second. Like I grew up in the late '80s, early '90s of hip hop, and I did, and, and I mean, I was, you know, like I had the, you know, every starter jacket you could ever imagine, but I never rocked it. Angle. Oh, I had multiple Kangles. I see what what wow. it was was Samuel Jackson. Gold chain? No, no. Uh, okay. Yeah, I have. So did you have did you have the little golfer little Kangle thing going on from uh, yes. Jackie Brown? Yeah, yeah, okay. very, very. So, and I used to wear those backwards. So you didn't have the sh- you didn't have the shark fin hat, the LL Cool J shark fin thing. I also had that. <laughs> and I got wow. one better for you. I had a regular style baseball Kangol hat that was purple and argyle on the front. Oh wow. Yeah, no, I and went, was I, it was it fuzzy? Like like did it have that, that soft fur thing to it as well? <sighs> no, I don't think it was fuzzy. Okay. Yeah, I, I my my hat phase runs deep. It really yeah. No oh, shame. Yeah, that, that, look. I you went through a I bandana I, phase, I, too. <laughs> I did go through a bandana phase. <laughs> Facial or on top of your head? It was on top of You were on the face mask. No, no, no. It was on top of my head. He also either, had like, a cowboy hat face, too, and every time he wore it, he had an accent. 
Oh, I do remember the cowboy hats. It was a straw cowboy hat. It wasn't like, you know, raw. No, 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 no. no. There is, there is, and, and, and folks, if you want to really do a deep dive on Kevin Carey's personal Facebook page, there is a straw hat Kevin Carey picture with a t-shirt that says, I have candy, which could be the most pedophile thing of all time. And it's there. It's still in. It's still in the internet, folks. <laughs> I had that shirt at American Eagle of all places. Oh, it just made me laugh. <laughs> Years removed, not okay. <laughs> no, that is definitely uh, that is definitely a non twenty twenty t shirt. No, sure. no, definitely not. So let's let's circle back to the the lack of. Incoming content, uh, as as we're not getting much. Uh, everything's getting postponed. Television, like the the Walking Dead, is postponing its finale, and I think they. I haven't watched the show in a couple of seasons, but I was reading that they have one episode this week, and then they have to wait forever. Yeah. To to do so, it's it's tough right now from an entertainment standpoint, as you know, uh, new content wise. Uh, well, if I can interject, I yeah. mean, okay, fine. So from a a new content standpoint, it, it's probably an issue. But one of the things that I think might be a positive for the industry, at least, is that there was so much stuff that got thrown up into the uh, internet that, you know, there's so much stuff that got lost that, that really could be um, something that everybody really wants to get into. I mean, obviously, right now, this week, for instance, the thing that's that's really caught the buzz is the uh, um, the Tiger uh, King show. And you got, have you guys uh, started yet? No. No. So we tried to watch the first episode, and uh, we Two things talked happened. about this on on our <laughs> prior podcasts. Um, our dog Brody um, has a problem with animals on the TV, and he <laughs> literally like so. If anybody ever says no, dogs can't see shit on TV. Uh, I beg to differ. He loses his fucking shit when and it could be a, a animated animal, animal yep. a real animal, doesn't matter. Like It could know, be whatever. the eyes of an animal and you don't even see the body. <laughs> yeah, and he loses it. <laughs> so crazy. it's, you know, we're trying to let our daughter sleep and whatnot and you're trying to watch a movie and guess what? It's, you know, 9 o'clock and... Uh, and uh, you know, there's a tiger on the screen, and he's jumping at this at the TV, trying to attack it. I mean, being somebody who's who's watched this series, I, I would like to believe by the end of the first episode, he would have exhausted himself because there are literally tigers in every shot. Nope, nope. Every he thought so too, shot. But it doesn't happen. Uh, we, my, my wife Allison and I, uh, clearly you guys know that was more for the audience. Uh, <laughs> you have a wife? <laughs> what? What? Uh, we, we binged it in two days. It, it's the most ludicrous thing you could, we had a friend who watched it and was texting us and was like, this isn't real. And we're like, no, it is. She goes, no, these aren't real people. And they very much are. So isn't it a true story? Oh, it's very true. There's actually very a pop. It's a is podcast, it a, also. Is it a documentary? It's it's a docu series, yeah. So it's like seven episodes, and the ending of each episode gets like batshit crazy. Like it ends on a note where you're like, "Wait, no, that's not possible." And then the next episode opens with it, and you go, "Oh, it is possible. How could get this? How could this get any more twisted?" And then the next episode ends, and you're like, "What just happened?" And it just goes from there. It's it's just it's bonkers. Joe Exotic is not the hero we deserve, but maybe the hero we need right now. Which means nothing to you because you haven't seen it. But for those who have, I mean, I can't be wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> um, this will be the only somewhat and just uh, like warning. That there could be a, anything tied to political, but like, is Joe Exotic our president? Well, well, not Kevin to give to mute himself. Not 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 to give too much away, but t- 
Tiger King does have a presidential run in it. That's all I'll say. That's all yeah. I'll say. I also feel like I've said too much, but I also know that that's not the most insane thing of the documentary, so I feel okay. Huh. But, and I couldn't find it. It's not important. There is a podcast based on it. Uh, if you can't watch the show because there's too many tigers on screen and your dog is barking, I think the podcast is mostly tiger-free. <laughs> I think it's going to be one of those ones that I have to watch like in, on the iPad in bed. Yeah, it, it sounds like it might Bernie. be. <laughs> so, but, but what's kind of cool with like the way content is 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 the the shift. Like, uh, you know, there's rumors. There were rumors that Wonder Woman was going to be put out to direct video uh, by Warner Brothers, and instead they've pushed the film back to. Uh, I want to say August, uh, and then you know Black Widow is now suspended, and people are wondering is that going to be something that gets you know thrown straight up to Disney Plus? Uh, a lot of a lot of the films are still doing the theatrical runs, but now doing video on demand. So you spend twenty dollars to watch a movie at home, which is you know kind of cool. Uh, is cheap as hell coming from someone that has to pay for three people. Yeah, exactly. It's it's much cheaper alternative, and uh, so it, it's the shift is interesting. And while content is kind of changing uh, uh, from you know a pop culture standpoint, running a site standpoint, it's fun kind of coming up with your own ideas of things to to write about. Uh, and uh, I, I'm a big sports guy. Love sports, and March is usually, you know, for March Madness. I love the tournament. Love looking at brackets. Brackets might be one of the most fun thing in the entire world. I mean, Especially, you don't you don't know shit, but you still think it's fun, and everybody gets into it. Exactly. What's it's basketball? Who doesn't like basketball? Well, there are people. <laughs> uh, so I decided up on our Facebook page, the I Am Geek Facebook page, that we were going to do uh, a superhero movie championship tournament and I being mostly lazy didn't feel like ranking all of the films I had I had four number ones uh, and then they had a randomizer on the site mm-hmm. I said screw it let's just see what the matchups come and it, it took off there was so I learned some real interesting things about people and their love for superhero movies with this tournament you learned that uh if anybody's on there uh, checking it out from the IMG uh, page or from the Facebook page or from Kevin's Facebook page, however you were catching that content, you, you saw that I very much was anti-randomizer. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I, so was Brandon. Brandon was too. Yeah, uh, but the, I liked the matchup. Like, the first round, would I have liked I to have seen The Dark Knight versus Logan? I would like to have seen Logan move on a little bit, but it was an interesting right. matchup. I get, well again, I get I get what you're saying, and I think that should have like that definitely should have been a matchup, but that should have been a matchup at you know the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight, as we're talking, you know, if we're talking tournament stuff, you know, because we ended up having matchups where it was just like absolute blowouts. Um, and then, you know, and then you have a first round of Dark Knight and Logan, like, that wouldn't happen within a first round. That was my only... Right. Uh, so how did uh, you... Can beef. you... I, I, I loved it. The idea was great, and we had a lot of... Uh, you had a lot of uh, uh, people getting into it, so it was, you know, it was done really well, and I commend you for that. But, well, you. you know, as, as anything with the internet, there's gotta be one troll right uh, always i've had uh, i've been pretty good on a troll basis with the site except the one time i wrote an article about Zack snyder needing to step oh away boy. from dc movies and i got lit up on twitter <laughs> it was uh it was eye-opening i was like oh wow you're all delusional and so very angry <laughs> It was like a uh, a a, a, uh, a room full of Brendan Henrys, essentially. <laughs> I'm sure he'll shout out to Brendan, who's a Zach Zach Snyder apologist. So, 
you know, I, I'm sure, like, and any anybody out there listening that's a Zach uh, Snyder apologist, you can at me at Disco Pauly on everything. It's it's cool. I can take the heat. Oh, Jennifer raised her hand. Oh, I just saw that. I, a couple of times, actually. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what we were talking about, but is anybody else, what are you looking at right now as we're recording this? <laughs> Dramatic shift. Uh, I'm looking at a computer screen. Are you um, watching the bars go up as you speak? I, I am, yeah. That's what I was looking at, too. I stopped looking at myself. It got boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't turn on the TV, okay? I'm not going to turn on the TV. I'm looking at the computer. That was, um, uh, can you... Can you uh, I just... That was ten minutes ago, what I wanted to say. But how did you... Can you just... You had a program that generated all these movies, or did you put all these movies into a program? Uh, I found a generator online. Uh-huh. And then I plugged all the movies in, and as I was starting to rank them, I saw there was a randomizer, and I said, F it, let's see what we got, and it randomized, I liked the matchups, and I kind of ran with it. So you chose all of the movies? I chose all the movies, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, I tried to be a little diverse, get a little bit of everything, uh, I was really happy to have you know movies like Unbreakable and Chronicle... Uh, on there. Uh, I was sad to see that they didn't move past the first round. Uh, but I did find people still love that first Blade movie quite a bit. That made a, that made a nice little run. Yeah, it was uh, um, a little bit further than I expected and, and, and close within the loss, too, right? Yeah, it, it hung around really well. Uh, Hellboy made, I mean, it beat uh, the second X-Men. And I found that a lot of people are kind of bitter about the X-Men movies outside of Days of Future Past that kind of outkicked its coverage a little bit. I liked all the X-Men movies. I I like... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's like... (laughs) Go for it. No, you know, the original X-Men 2 was a fine film, but as things progressed it's just like okay well there was a lot that was much better so i think that kind of got laid to the wayside a little bit um i mean when it from a totality in my opinion for for the x-men um give me first class and days of futures past over any of the other films yeah i would probably if i was making a trilogy and then I, whether you count logan or not i i kind of leave logan to uh, its own type of thing yeah, if I was if I was gonna make a trilogy, I would go X two, uh, Origins, Days of Future Past, and then do Logan kind of as an epilogue. Jen, did you raise your hand again? No, that was no? a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the the trouble of not being able to see faces. <laughs> well, it still say, it still says hey. That's why yeah. I can I can see. Hi. <laughs> try try clicking that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's gone. So I promise as we do more of these guys, we'll get more into the, the rhythm of it all. What uh, rhythm get, get you? So what, would, what, what do you think your biggest um, surprises were as it uh, pertained to the tournament? Okay, for me, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, getting knocked out in the first round uh, against Ragnarok was surprising. Ragnarok is a great movie. It's a great movie. Well, into the Spider-Verse is probably the best Spider-Man movie ever. Well, obviously, the, the one thing as as we can look as we look back at it now, it's not going to be surprising because of the run that Ragnarok had. Yeah, Ragn- Ragnarok Final Four for them. It was a uh, it picked up some real traction. You know what's funny about Ragnarok? I when I first saw it, I wasn't in love with it. I was like, nah, like it's okay, like it's Thor, cool. But um, Maddie, that's one of Maddie's favorite movies right now. She also refers to it as the Hulk movie. Um, Thor really doesn't exist in that movie to her. <laughs> no, he's, she, he's well, there, she, well, but, she but it is Thunder the Hulk now. movie. <laughs> she calls him yes. Thunder. <laughs> well, he is the Lord of Thunder. He's the God of Thunder. Uh, I know, but but they I, call him the Lord of yes. Thunder. Um, so I, I watch that movie at least daily, so it's grown on me. So I... I appreciate how far it went, and I appreciate the movie more every time I see it. I find more things about it that I enjoy, whether it's funny or just like pieces that kind of 
bring me to Infinity War and Endgame. My new favorite is uh, when he's describing the snake. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's right. ah! <laughs> Coming out of the theater so when I mean. saw that, I was I was very, and I think you and uh, Kevin, you and myself had a had a conversation or text chain about how how good it was comically. Oh, it's just, um, just everybody delivers so well. Um, and the fill, the the colors, the visual colors, the, that that complete change of what um, most of these Marvel films were, uh, especially the darkness of like Winter, sh- how Winter Soldier is is shot kind of a dark, mm-hmm. and even Civil War to to a degree. Um, you know, I, I don't really get into this much, so this is really meta for me. But, uh, <laughs> um, but you know, there was a brightness to that film that was something that you could really see. Yeah, it, it definitely changed the whole color palette to the uh, MCU. Jen, what's up? Can someone please describe meta? I, I don't ever understand what it means. <laughs> do, you Kevin, wa- do you want to take this? Do you want the actual definition, or do you want me just to... Define well, it because, like, I hear like meta and I think automatically meta human. <laughs> so, <laughs> what does it mean? It's being, uh, it's essentially being self aware of yourself. It's uh, right. a so, you, so what I was going with is that I am very aware, and Kevin and I talk about this a lot because he's a he's very much a film guy and he's looking for. Things that are uh, have meaning within the film, or what the director was going for, or why he shot it this way, or you know, certain things that they are trying to do. Jen, you know me well. I want to watch a movie to watch a movie and let it go. It's probably why I hate that movie uh, Drive so much. <laughs> no, it's not just you. It made I, I no thought sense. of you. It no, made, it made perfect was, was, sense. No, okay, for, for who? Because he didn't even know what was happening. He right, didn't so, talk to anybody. Paul, <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned Drive, because I, I think I took a screenshot of it, but I never sent it to you because it was late at night when I, I did it. But uh, So I was reading Shea Serrano's book, Movie and Other Things, which is an excellent, excellent read. Uh, and he mentions Drive at one point, and he has a footnote that basically breaks down how good the movie is, and it just made my heart happy. So I took a picture of the footnote, but I guess I just forgot to send it to you. <laughs> I need to see that. I, yeah. I really do. But, you know, I mean, I'm very, when it comes to my movies, not that I don't appreciate what a filmmaker's trying to do or anything else, but it's just not something that I'm necessarily looking for. And you just, just, you just that, want to be entertained. That's just me. You know, and that, that's just me. But, like, it was something that was really noticeable because it was a complete change in what most Marvel movies were doing and and, and certainly a complete change from the first two Thors. Oh, which, absolutely. Not, whole, which his, is really not a bad thing either. His whole, um, I don't want to call it outfit, would it be a uniform? <laughs> his clothes, <laughs> they changed too. He does, He's not wearing full armor either anymore. In this one, right? It notices that. <laughs> oh, still so his costume, his his clothes, his clothes. <laughs> I don't know what to call. It. Is it a uniform? <laughs> uh, I guess a suit. His his, his suit. suit. Yeah, and you gotta think back to that scene in The Incredibles. You know, where's my super suit, woman? Did, yeah. did, what happened there? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, actually, I wanna kick it back because I've been having a, a discussion with a buddy of ours uh, recently uh, and I, I think I've picked my side but I wanted to see your guys side in the the great argument of Hall versus uh, oh Gosling is yes who do you got wow that that's, that's a, hard a question. great argument that's a yeah hard question. It, right that's it's a, a wh- wh- What's the what's the, context what's the parameters? Here? Are we talking IMDb totality, or uh, I think are we just talking general hotness? <laughs> <laughs> On a hotness scale, I'm go I'm going chillin hall, full beard, longer hair. I don't know. If, if, yeah, either one could give me a rub. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I'm we found upset. our episode name. I'm upset. <laughs> but uh, let's. Uh, but I stand by, you know, Jill and Hall with the the slick back, long hair, and the full beard. Man's Bros a great beard. Is it? Is it like a so like a who's talking... better? Like who's a better actor? Uh, yeah, I guess it's it's a preference, really. It's like who do you prefer? I don't who's, really have a preference. I whose movies they're... do you enjoy more? I enjoy them both equally. Let me I think ask they a question. both bring this... different things to the screen. Um, I think Jill and Hall does a okay. Maybe I I Jill and Hall does a better serious. Then I think. Uh, See, I, I would. He could do serious, but I think he does a more uh, contained, over the top serious, or just straight up over the top. Where Gosling is more reserved, which is why, like in something like Drive, that performance is kind of terrifying because he doesn't really lose his shit. He's very composed throughout it, uh, but you're watching this guy kind of become a sociopath. So let me ask you a question. If you go back a little bit, you were talking about um, Gyllenhaal with the beard and long hair. We're, we're talking Spider-Man Gyllenhaal there? Uh, Spider-Man Gyllenhaal is a good look. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw John Mulaney's uh, Netflix special, the Sack Lunch Bunch, the kids special he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> not yet. It's highly enjoyable, but Gyllenhaal makes a guest appearance in it. Uh, and it's, it's, I think it's what turned the tide for me. And the whole Jill and Hall argument was like, I really enjoy this guy. <laughs> All right. Um, see, for me, you know, other than the fact that I'll say that Drive brings brings my man Ryan way down, and then <laughs> you know, there's some philosophical differences that I may have when it comes to the Notebook, um, but I'll just let that lay where it is. I'm just going to do this as I have the IMDB up right now. Love and Other Drugs. He was actually very good. I mean, it's a great oh, movie. Is that the movie with uh, Anne Hathaway? Yes. I was going to say, just just a great for to see some gratuitous uh, uh, booby shots, you know, but but again, actually... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> did a very good job of... It was... It, it's, it's He's a good watch. I, I cried um, in that movie. Yeah, I I'm going to... I'm going to skip one off the IMDb because I want to circle back to it because, and Kevin, you know where I'm going from here. Okay. Nightcrawler, I really liked. Southpaw was freaking awesome. Southpaw was really good. All right. Um, Life was what it was. Um, You know, Spider-Man, fine. Wasn't he in Watch? He was, well, that's where I was going. Oh, End sorry. of watch. <laughs> Spoiled it. Is, no, that's fine, because that's exactly where I was just about to go. End of watch is a such, 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 such a good movie. I remember leaving that movie theater with, with the three of you and some other friends, like, shaking. Yeah, that messed me up for a while afterwards. And, like, I actually, I was talking to you this week. I actually watched it uh, for the first time since we saw it in the theater on uh, a day or two ago. And it holds up. I mean, that, that, you forget how many people are in that movie. I mean, like. uh, Captain America is Lieutenant Disco. I mean, Diskin. No, that's Street Kings. (laughs) That's, yeah, wrong movie, baby. Is it Street Kings? Yeah, that's Street Kings. Shit. Ah, yeah. Keanu is the badass in Street Kings. Yes. Oh, Street Kings was awesome. I love Keanu Reeves. No, I mean, yeah, but... That's right, Keanu. Diskin. That's why I thought he said disco. Yes. <laughs> Shit, my bad. All right, I'm going to get another drink. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, end of watch, really. I think, uh, Allison was kind of slowly paying attention with us uh, to me while I was watching it, but she wasn't really into it. Uh, but, man, that, that ending of that movie just kicks you right in the junk. Yep. Uh, and that and that, was, that was the exact reason why I waited so long to watch it again. I just couldn't handle it. It's just I, that ending weighed on me. I like, I, you know, the type of ending where you just like for weeks you're just like, oh. Yeah, no movies. Uh, those types of movies really do it for you. And the, I, I, I don't think I've actually seen that since we saw it. And do you have uh, any movies that you can think of that you've kind of like the endings messed you up for an extended period of time? I'm sure I do, but um, you put me on the spot. You know, I can't think of titles. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you describe to me? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
It'll come to me. It'll come to me. It'll come to you at like the worst possible time. Yeah, it'll be like two o'clock in the morning. Like we need to podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of my movie. (laughs) (laughs) I want to tell you how badly this ending fucked me up. Um. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I have those movies. Um, you know what? Actually, I'll give it to you. And you disagree with me, uh, but Toy Story 4 was one of those movies for me. I felt like that movie was, the ending was written for me, and it was a, it was a goodbye, everything's gonna be okay kind of ending, and I, I sat, I cried. And every time it's on TV, every time Maddie watches it, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I liked Toy Story 4. I thought Toy Story 3 was the better conclusion to that story. How? I, it was just beautiful. Like, the, the whole thing with, you know, them holding hands as they're about to get, like, you know, melted down. That What what a fan, fantastic scene. You got Michael Giacano's score just, like, coming in and just, like, I'm sitting there bawling like a baby. And then, you know, the, the they get through that and, uh, you know, Andy goes off to college and he drops the toys off. And it's the scene where he, like, I'm talking about it now, I'm going to get choked up. When he looks in the rearview mirror at them and he's saying goodbye. And it's just like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> it's just like the idea of it. I like, I get emotional. I would have been fine if they never made another Toy Story movie after that. Four is good, but I, I'm not in love with it. You know, I think four for me, and, and I get what you're saying, but on the on the toy side of it, on the, I don't know, I don't know why that, that meant so much to me, but, you know, you have that, these toys. You know, but and that's, that's the power of storytelling. It means something different to everybody. Three was my, how you feel about four is how I felt about three. I was like, that was my goodbye to them. And, you know, four was good. It just, I was, I was satisfied with the events of three. Obviously, there's other movies other than a cartoon Toy Story, but... Don't downplay it. Don't do (laughs) that. Also, fun fact. Since we can't see each other, um, and I'm talking... My arms are just wildly moving. (laughs) I mean, just... I just went on that whole Toy Story rant, and my arms did things that they don't usually do when we're in person. No, I can totally picture what you're doing. I'm like, I'm making like these weird gestures, right arm goes out, left arm stays put, kind of like alligator-ish. I'm pointing at the computer. At one point, I'm making air circles. I don't know why I'm making air circles, but I felt it was really... Like, right now, I am pinching my, my thumb and forefinger together, and I'm like, yes. I Why? believe in the conviction of what I'm saying. If I, if I may interject, I think that as, as I'm doing a thumb and forefinger thing towards the computer myself, um, it's probably because most podcasts that we did included, we did everything in a room with microphones. Um, and we actually didn't have stand, standing microphones. We were actually doing it all handheld. Um, that's, that's true, we, were, we did. You know. Very early on on the on the uh, podcast game, and that's how we were doing it. We like, still don't have DJ setup. <laughs> it's been three years, people. <laughs> what do you need a stand for? You have headphones. Uh, Jen wants Jen wants the stand. She she wants like she actually wants the drop down thing. Like, oh yeah, you know, like uh, like, like a boom mic. Yeah, yeah. She wants she wants the boom thing like she's going to be announcing a boxing match. You know, like, I picture us doing a podcast, and I picture like. How like Howard Stern does it? They're all in like their own little boots with like microphones and headphones on. Like that's how I picture us doing podcasts. That's exactly how this episode is being recorded. <laughs> yes. I don't. Just, I don't just have so a drop you know, down. We were lying to you the whole time. We're not on separate computers. I actually built a bunker downstairs. It's a complete <laughs> recording studio. Jen's got a little glass case and a, a, a whole nine. Just picture it that way. Would I be Robin? When, when the virus hit. Jennifer sent out a text message and said, to the podcasting bunker, stat. <laughs> it's it's happening. It's go time. <laughs> it's funny, though, that you talk about, like, a, you know, the dropping down mic or the boom mic, uh, because uh, a show that used tons of boom mics, The Office, just turned 15 years old this week. That's insane. Yeah, which is, yeah, wildly crazy. Uh, if you go to imgeek32.org, you can see uh, I recommended 15 random uh, Office episodes for you to watch to celebrate the birthday. But since we're here and we're talking to people, uh, I thought maybe we could break down our, or suggest our favorite episode of The Office. Uh, so, Jennifer, 
Are you ready to go first? I am. I don't know the name of the author. I don't know. I'm terrible. You know how I am. I don't know names of things. I can describe it, though. It was the episode where Dwight dresses up as everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And just, like, and I'm doing it right now. And, like, he just, like, randomly shows his face to the camera. But he's, like, Phyllis. And then he's, like, Stanley. (laughs) So the episode you're looking for is Classy Christmas. And it's uh, the snowball fight between Jim and Dwight. And it's when Holly returns back to Scranton. That's right. Yeah, so that, that would... again another another episode that that will prove my theory that Jim is not a good person. I actually so in my write up of the fifteen uh, uh, office episodes that I was suggesting, I suggested Classy Christmas because I love it, and I did make a note that when Jim throws the snowball directly into Dwight's face, it's the meanest thing he does in the entire series. Is it? I I do because I I think most of the other things. Wait 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 fact. Faxing Dwight, that he's future Dwight, that's from future Dwight, is not meaner than, than hitting somebody in the face. No, that is not mean. No, no, that is say, hysterical. Right, Jennifer, stop for one sec. Just say that one more time and try not to find the humor in that gag. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not humorous. <laughs> it is I, hysterical. And, and, no. And so many things that Jim did were hysterical and humorous. Don't get me wrong. But in a vacuum, if you really, if you take the humor away and look at it from another another perspective, Jim's kind of a dick. Yeah, we see they kind of acknowledge that. So with the the human resource episode where Michael's kind of uh, he's bringing all the complaints forward and making them talk it out. There's that talking head with Jim where he he goes, well, when you say them all like this in a row, they're not as funny. And I think there was kind of like a shift from there of like (laughs) self-recognition, the recognition that, you know, what I'm doing is kind of dickish. And then the gags kind of become a little more, I don't know, lighthearted. Yeah, yeah, and, and look, look, they did it right, and I mean, they're 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 friends, and that's and that's everything but that's my, that they that was did. My... I mean, Kevin, you and I have you know maybe not taken it to extreme levels, although we'd like to. If you guys are faxing have... each other back and forth that you were from the future, I'm upset that no one told me. Two, <laughs> two. <laughs> 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 <Dude, laughs> at what point? That was my next question, Lane and Paul. You kind of touched on that, like. When did Dwight and and Jim be, actually become friends? Uh, I would say it was right as they became the heads of the party planning committee. Okay. Uh, mine was going to say I think that it was a distance makes the heart grow fonder. Um, yeah. It was when Jim left. Yeah, I think that was the start of it because it becomes well, that less episode... of a rivalry and more of a... Like a older brother, younger brother type thing. And you really kind of see that too, like when Dwight's doing that, what's that, Christmas, whatever his name is. Belschnickel? Uh, yeah. And he gets undressed because Jim left and Jim ended up coming back and he like pushes Pam out of the way and gives him a hug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you also got that when uh, that. Dwight and Angela break up. You know, Jim's the person who sees him down in the stairwell and kind of mm-hmm. gives him the pep talk. So as much as like, you know, they got on each other's nerves, there was... There was a bond there. Were Michael Sir. and Dwight ever friends? Were who and Dwight? Michael. Yeah, they were very close. Were they though? Because like I, I, I see that and I watch it very differently. Like I don't know. I feel like my well, first of all, Michael is a. I, I love the show and I love Michael Scott, but he's a terrible human being. I wouldn't say he's a terrible human being. He's. He's a clueless human being. His heart's in the right place, though. Sometimes he's very selfish. But sometimes, well, yeah. I, I, would it would it have changed for Michael where he wasn't as selfish as after Dwight, quote unquote, saved him in the wilderness? <laughs> <laughs> I That's love a that great episode. episode. <laughs> he you know, his I mean, to Je- to, and he's cold. You know, to Jen's point, like. Um, you know, he saves Angela by going to, you know, New York and, 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 you know, getting her paperwork in on time or whatnot, and he ends up getting fired, so that, that, that kind of proves Jen's point a little bit, 
again, I, okay, it's business, not personal. If you really want to get sticky, I mean, about he it. does go to Staples and he does bring Dwight back. But I'm just looking at how he treats Dwight as a whole through every episode, like especially when the for the the pencil whatever wherever I don't remember where Jim went, but like when Andy comes. You know, he tries to like really kind of hook on to Andy, and he wants no, to be no, actually, friend. that's that's incorrect. Andy tries to hook on to to Michael, right? Yeah, but for the first first couple of seasons, you're you're one million percent correct, Jen. Like Michael is not not a friend to, to Dwight, especially. And I mean, okay, Dwight could be a little overbearing, and he was trying to suck up and everything else. But there was, I mean, see, I know. see, I don't see it that way because Michael does as as. As annoyed as Michael can be by Dwight's friendship at times, he does these things that are that are contrary to that. Like the uh, after the episode with the fight <laughs> at the dojo, and it looks like Michael wins, and how he calls him, you know, after work to tell him he's the uh, assistant regional manager. There's the the talks of you know uh, they watched Armageddon together on New Year's, and Dwight cried, and Michael's, you know, kind of ribbing him for it, and Dwight's like, I cried because it was the first snowfall of the year, and it started at midnight. It's like these little, like, anecdotes that they say that contradict the, it's just, again, it's like, like, look, Michael's last episode, you know, Dwight's been looking for that letter of recommendation, and he he leaves him a glowing one because Michael understands that he kind of messed up. But Michael kind of messes up with everybody. You know, he messes up with Daryl with the the idea of selling paper from the trucks. You know, he messes up with Jim constantly. Uh, I I think there's just the endearing part of Michael is his ability to learn and understand. It's like, oh, I did something kind of shitty here, and how do I how do I fix it and treat this person like they're actually a person. Yeah, I'll give it to you. What, so, what's your favorite episode then, Kevin? My personal favorite episode is Casino Night. <laughs> that's that's uh, when everything Jim and Pam comes to a head. It's the season finale of season two. That That's my all-time favorite episode of The Office. If I was going to suggest an episode, though, uh, I'm really into local ad right now. That's the one where Michael wants to make a commercial. <laughs> Uh, because uh, there's a great scene in that where he calls David Wallace and he starts off with Ryan's being a little bitch again and Ryan goes, I'm here, Michael. (laughs) But David Wallace, he goes through his whole spiel about how he wants to do the commercial and Wallace just goes, this is weird. (laughs) I don't know. it's, It's one of those perfect little moment episodes. Something I just want to interject and one of the reasons I think why this show connects with so many people and as you know has had a, such a good rewatch uh, revival and, and everything that's going on right now um, I think we've kind of explained and not maybe necessarily talked about is that everybody in this episode like a, or episode in the se- is you know in the series is not really a good person but that's kind of all of us in a nutshell, but we really are trying to be good people. Yeah, I don't, I don't view anybody on the office as a bad person. Maybe Creed. <laughs> but uh, no, Creed I, is amazing. No, no. My Creed, second favorite Creed episode is, the is, is the Halloween episode. Oh, he's, he's the best. He's got but I think if you want like a goes, genuine bad person, it would be Creed. Thank God it was I, Halloween because this would have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're, I think they're all very flawed. And that's no, I, Ryan is a bad person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He proves that in the last episode. He leaves his baby. <laughs> One million percent. He is, a, he, is, he is a terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> Paul, do you have an episode to suggest? Um, mine would be, uh, would be Goodbye Toby. <laughs> I, can't, um, I can't hear that cheap trick song the same way. Yeah, I mean... The unadulterated joy in Michael Scott's face. I feel so bad for Toby. I mean, like, and, you know, half-ass internet research tells me, and I know I stole that from Simmons, and I, I apologize, <laughs> but uh, this is like, they, they, there was like a 72-minute episode of that they had to cut down, but it does exist somewhere on the internet. So uh, all the DVDs... Folks, I, 
are packed I, with deleted I, I scenes. I suggest you check it out. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, the exit interview. You know, <laughs> I mean, Toby's been cruising for a bruise for 12 years. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> so, with, with this in mind, uh, as we start to bring this first episode to a close, so we're all trapped indoors and using FaceTime and Zooms uh, to actually see other people. Uh, and uh, obviously we didn't use it for this because we can't see any of you. But uh, do you guys have a suggestion that you want to give somebody uh, for something to entertain or occupy some time during quarantine? Stay off Facebook. <laughs> that's that's your suggestion? That's my suggestion. Just stay off Facebook. FaceTime your family. Get your sanity back. Have a drink. Chill out. Oh, okay. Yeah, do some... Do some uh, uh, Candy Crush or something like that. Yeah, Jed, do you have like something you would suggest to do other than Facebook? Oh, uh, read a book. You know, uh, what book? It's like, do you have a specific book? Oh, like I'm not reading right now. I I come home from work and I I literally go to bed. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move on from you because you don't grasp the concept of this. Paul, do you have something you would like to suggest? Uh, aside from booze? <laughs> yeah, something to watch, something to play, read. Do, do you got anything? Well, you know, I mean, I uh, I decided that I wanted to try to pick up the guitar. I don't know if that's necessarily everybody's jam, but... Uh, ah, I see um, what you did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll, I'll be here all week. You know, <laughs> don't forget to tip your, tip your waitress and, uh, at the end. Um... Uh, you know, yes, I mean, as much as you can, stay off social media. Like, I, I, I try to say it to myself, and then the next thing I know, I'm, I'm throwing something at, you know, some idiot that, that I graduated high school with that's telling me about this whole thing and that, you know, he knows better than, than the guys that have been studying this for 30 years. Um... <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I went in, I started into high fidelity. I can't necessarily recommend that. Um, uh, I did have a lot of fun last night watching or listening because I don't recommend watching it because it's not much to watch. But I uh, recommend going on to the Roots YouTube channel and if Questlove is DJing. Um, that's uh, a fun ride of music. Is that who that was the other night that you were playing? Uh, we did Quali one night. We did D Nice one night. Who was the guy with the lips and then like the poison skull in the middle? That was Quali. He was doing all '90s hip hop. So you can actually check that out if you go to his Instagram page. You can pull that up to look Quali. Um, but last night Questlove was just doing. Um, I think he started at about 10 p.m. Eastern time. He didn't end until about 3 a.m. I didn't make it that far, but uh, it was, from what I was listening to, it was a ton of fun. It was just something different, because um, I just haven't gotten to the point. Like I keep saying to myself, I want a DJ, I just haven't figured out where I want to bring it to, and I don't know, I haven't gotten to the, the, the oomph to be like, all right, yeah, let's, let's go, but when I do... It'll be within this RSS feed, and uh, you'll see the Disco Pauly social distancing mix. It's going to come. Excellent. I look forward to that. Okay. I, uh, I would suggest uh, marble racing. Marble. Uh, marble. Yes. Uh, I know marble. we live in marble. Marble. I hear you can put action on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I've fallen to a couple of marble racing wormholes in a world without sports. Uh, oh, Jen, do you, Jen, are you trying to ask what it is? Yeah, is it like, what is it? It's you get a whole bunch of marbles, and then you race them downhill. Uh, Sorry, like uh, you actually, you and Allison have marbles that you just No, no the, the internet has the marbles. <laughs> I just, I just watch them. <laughs> um, I, I haven't gotten to a point where I'm conducting my own marble racing yet. Uh, but, uh... If you just need a rabbit hole to find out, uh, fall down in a world without sports, uh, it's actually more entertaining than you would believe. 
Is ESPN Diocho like a real thing? Because like I saw someone posted on Facebook the other day. Yeah, they were doing some stuff with the Ocho recently. So it was real. It was just more to grab eyeballs, um, you know, that they threw it onto the main channel. But it's just something fun. I mean, everybody, you know, when, when it comes to live content, you know, what do you do? I yep. mean, you gotta got to figure something out. I mean, I, a person that has, you know, overpaid for TV service and everything else for the longest time, and I... Uh, you know, I cut court. ties because well, there's no live sports. <laughs> you know, why court. why spend the money? You can't see me, but I'm nodding my head. Yes. So as we, Which, by the by the way, text me your uh, optimum. Uh, uh, what did I say? No, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Offline conversation. Um, just really quickly, someone's got to help me. Brandon actually just tagged me in this music thing competition or post that you guys are doing. Why do you need you help? You like albums? So There's for those who don't know, it's one of those Facebook things, the thing Jennifer just told you to stay off of. I know, uh, it's uh, you just all you have to do is copy and paste something and list just show a picture of an album you love. Uh, that's what Jennifer is panicking about now. Uh, Jen, where can people find you on socials, even though you're telling them not to go there? Um, I'm on Instagram. I think I'm at, at jfallow. <laughs> <laughs> Two, five. Two, five. Two five. I don't Sounds really about do right. very much. Um, and I'm on Facebook. I don't really do much of that stuff. <laughs> All right. Paul, how about you? Uh, at... Anything that I really want to, if I want to interact with you guys at Disco Pauly on the uh, on the IG or the Twitter, um, Facebook, eh, you know, it is right. what it is. Uh, but Mixcloud, uh, Disco Pauly, that's where you're going to find any of the mixes that uh, I have previously done or going to do. And, uh, you know, an hour in the background, it might not be a bad idea. Oops. I couldn't agree more. As for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at IamGeek32. Uh, you Be sure to visit our website, uh, IamGeek32.org. We have tons of content for you. Uh, over uh, just about 900 posts now on the site. So there's plenty of you to read. So check Ooh. the archives. And uh, Jen, I see you raising your hand. What's up? I did. I think I might join that Mixcloud thing. You might see a beat from me here and there. Uh, I, Ooh. I, I can't that is wait a for challenge. that. challenge. <laughs> I dropped a beat. I dropped a beat. <laughs> and I think <laughs> nothing. You can't be. You can't be any worse than Kevin was as a DJ. Right? Uh, I probably will be better. Obviously, <laughs> I mean Maddie's better. Our daughter. So, you know. uh, no, Maddie's got Maddie's got rhythm. Both of my DJing experiences were lights out. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah, everybody went to bed because they didn't quite literally yeah, lights out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, on that, that note, I hope everybody oh, continues to stay safe. And uh, we'll see you definitely in a week with a new episode. If something comes up where we feel we need to talk about something again, maybe sooner. But stay safe, and we'll see you all soon. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. Wash your hands. No, just tell me I just dropped Good night, everybody. Good night.